rickandbubba.com or visit rickandbubba.com. It was John Maxwell who said leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Your ability to influence people within the sphere of your periphery. It's not about making a nice impression. It's about making an impact. It's about doing your best. I learned how to make an impact from the wisest person I ever met in my life. A third grade dropout. That third grade dropout, the wisest person I ever met in my life, who taught me to combine knowledge and wisdom to make an impact, was my father. My father taught himself how to read, taught himself how to write. Decided in the midst of Jim Crowism, as America was breathing the last gasp of the Civil War, my father decided he was going to stand and be a man. Not a black man, not a brown man, not a white man, but a man. Saying to us, boys, I won't have a problem if you aim high and miss, but I'm going to have a real issue if you aim low and hit. Quoting Henry Ford, saying if you think you can or if you think you can't. You're right. Lessons like these. Son, don't judge people. The tendency of a person is to walk away from somebody that's different from them. You stay there and you get to know them. Vision is the ability to see the invisible. Don't judge. Son, you'd rather be an hour early than a minute late. We never knew what time it was at my house because the clocks were always ahead. 30 years, my father left the house at 3.45 in the morning. Why, Daddy? He said, maybe one of my boys will catch me in the act of excellence. Aristotle said, you are what you repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence ought to be a habit, not an act. If you're going to do a job, do it right. Do it the right way. Be kind to people. He always told us kind deeds are never lost. Ego is the anesthesia that deadens the pain of stupidity. Pride is the burden of a foolish person. You'll never be a great executive. You'll never be a great teammate if it's all about you. You'll never be a great staff member if it's all about you. Make sure that servant's towel is always big. Twelve years ago, when Ozzie Smith walked into the Hall of Fame, he said, I've always been told how average I can be. Always been criticized about being average. But I want to tell you something. I stand here before you, before all of these people, not listening to those words, but telling myself every single day to shoot for the stars, to be the best that I can be. Good enough isn't good enough if it can be better. And better isn't good enough if it can be best. While you're struggling, rock bottom can also be a great foundation on which to build and on which to grow. Person that gets up off the canvas and keeps growing, that's the person that will continue to grow their influence. Don't ever forget that. Whatever it takes. Welcome in, nine minutes after the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. It's a kickoff hour. I am Helmsy, alongside Greg Burgess. Speedy out today. Spending a little time with the fam, hanging out. Run him off. <laughs> we, uh, we're excited about the day. RNC started last night. That was uh, The production quality was excellent, and I watched a good bit of that. And the boys will definitely jump into that as we move forward today in the big show. Greg and I will touch on it a little bit. Um, Greg, how are you today? I'm good. I stayed up long enough to watch Herschel Walker, and then I went to bed. Because, you know, I'm pushing it on, you know, getting my bedtime when this thing starts too late for me. Sure. But I wanted to see Herschel because I knew he'd do well. He did not disappoint. He didn't. He uh, he basically did the podcast right there on the RNC stage, if you noticed. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And uh, I wanted to see him see if he'd drop and do some of them push-ups and sit-ups while he was up there. He um he was very um, – What if he had? What if he'd come out and just said, hey, y'all don't believe me? 
Start just pumping out some push-ups. Well, and it, well, he's he's definitely in shape to do it. You couldn't necessarily see that uh, last night, but he, no, he he made he did he really did talk about the same things that he discussed with Rick and Bubba on the Rick and Bubba University. You can always go back and and watch yeah. or listen to that. Um, but there was from from start to finish, you had a and when we talk about, I know it's going to be running the ground today from the right side. And the side that we belong to in regards to everything was brilliant, excellence. You're going to hear that. And Just then on like the left, you're going to hear lies, disaster. lies, lies, lies. Can't believe they did this. Can't believe they did that. It was complete chaos. I, you know, and I was watching a little bit last night. I do it on purpose. You flip around to different news agencies. It's, it's amazing. It's like you're they're watching two different programs. Yeah. You know, and how about I thought we just reported news. I know. I didn't know that we were going to come give comments. I know we have people set up for that, but every person, like the lady that you know, when Trump was up there and he had the people stand there and he would ask them about their story, first thing she said when she came out of the break, well, they weren't social distancing and they didn't have masks on. Yeah, right out of the gate. Oh my goodness, and it's unbelievable. See, and it's stuff like that that it's not about. It doesn't matter what's truth that Biden says, what's truth that Trump says, or any. It's all about the way the media gives it to you, oh, yeah. and that's what people buy into. And unfortunately, there's more ABC News, CNN, CBS. There's more. The mainstream media is left, left, left. You have a very few. Uh, you know that's that's why Fox News is called fair and balanced because they're trying to balance everybody else out. It's not that they put a Democratic. Uh, voice on every once in a while. It's not that they put Juan Williams on the five. That's no. not what they're talking about. They're trying to balance the rest of the news sources exactly. out. And uh, but it was it was high quality. It did look completely different. I thought Tucker Carlson last night had a good one. He goes. He started his show off by saying that the RNC was going to look much different than the DNC. Uh, for starters. They will have actual human beings watching it, oh, wow. which was a good one. That's a good and, one. Um, and and I, I will be anxious to see, obviously, yesterday the rating – I mean, uh, last week the ratings were down tremendously from 2016. And so I'll, I'll be interested to see how they how the RNC ratings stack up. Yeah, um, well, a lot of it's going to be like we said because it's not a live event. That hurts a little. I thought – maybe I'm just playing home team here, but I thought this one was a little more – I don't entertaining well, to me. It kept my attention. I guess because of other the opinions that are spewing, maybe that's the problem. But I, maybe I'm overdoing it. But I, it kept my attention more than the other one did. The other one I lost. It lost me quick. Well, it, it just felt like when okay when when the what's her face Louis Dreyfus when yeah. she was trying to do her comedy bit and it was just it just didn't it was silent and it, I don't know it was just weird. It, Last week, and and again, this is because this is what they want to spill. They they did nothing, and this is not a this is not a this is not a lie. This is what happened. They spent ninety percent of their convention dogging Trump. Yeah, they you didn't have a plan. It was lockdown and fear. That's what they sold. That's we it. hate Trump. Yeah. Last night, and this is why I think. I enjoyed it. I didn't watch and go, I got to watch this because we got a show to do tomorrow. I'm going to watch this because I, I feel like I have to because I'm a Republican. I got caught up in it. Yeah. That opening video I'll give you would that. give you chills. Yeah. And they were, all it, their videos were good. They were. It was so, it was, I was watching, I was being entertained and getting information. And it was about it was about optimism. It was about hope. It was about unify. I mean, it really was. It was about opportunity. 
it was all about things that we enjoy and we're positive about and not negative. Yeah. And I, I think that was part of it too. That's I, what kept me in. I normally wouldn't sit there and watch for hours like I did, but I got to tell you, it fired me up. They said, some commentator made a good point. He said the DNC, it was basically their whole theme is, hey, Joe's a good guy. He is a good guy. <laughs> they didn't say nothing about what he's going to do, what he's yeah. done, what he, you know, his plans, nothing. All they want to say, he's a good guy, Trump's a bad guy. Yeah. That was their whole thing. Yeah. And there was, I forget which commentator that pointed that out, but he was true. That's, that was their whole run. They went, didn't give you anything. Hey, we're going to do this. I've done this. You know, he'd been around 40 years. You'd think he'd have a heck of a list of things he would want to throw out there that he's accomplished. Yeah. During his career, but no, that's whole Uncle Joe. He's a good guy. There were that was that was their theme. It was, and and back to last night, there were there were several um, human interest stories, um, everyday Americans who stood up there and powerfully told their stories. You yeah. had the I want to say it's Natalie Harp, I think it's her name, the cancer survivor. She did a phenomenal job. The Outland uh, Park or Outland Parker shooting is that how you say it? Parkland shooting? Yeah. With I think his name was Mr. Pollock. His daughter was yeah, killed in yeah, that. Yeah. His speech last night would, goodness gracious, bring I, you to tears. I, I mean, the, just every every few minutes you had a gut punch of just either excitement, entertainment, pull at your heartstrings. It was really, really. Yeah, good. what I watched it was it was it was well done. I think. Well, <clears> guess <throat> what? You get three more days of it that's true and trump claims and he showed up last night we, we need to discuss that at some point in the big show when he's standing around with the health care workers and the postal workers and you know the the one you were talking about where they weren't social distancing yeah first of course, i had secondhand at times but yeah uh, you get that because <laughs> you know how awkward he is <laughs> so off script <laughs> we'll be back rick and bubba rick and bubba much he cares about social justice in the black community through his actions. And his actions speak louder than stickers or slogans on a jersey. He keeps right on fighting to improve the lives of black Americans and all Americans. He worked night and day. He never stops. He leaves nothing on the field. Some people don't like his style, the way he knocks down obstacles that get in the way of his goals. People on the opposing team didn't like when I ran over them either. But that's how you get the job done. 21 minutes after the hour, that was Herschel Walker from the RNC on night one. Greg, oh, Herschel. How about Herschel? Uh, look. He did he, a good job. He did. Knocked it out of the park. And, and what you saw last night, uh, you're going to hear all – you heard it last week and you'll hear it again this week. And you'll hear it all the way up until November 3rd. Two things will be circled in. Donald Trump is a racist and he is a sexist. That'll be your top two. And a liar will be number three. Yeah, they've already jumped on What I saw last night was diversity and throughout, whether it be race, whether it be gender, there was nothing but diversity throughout last night. And so um, he doesn't, if he is a racist, buddy, he he hides it very well. Yeah. He sends some of the most prominent leaders. Not only that, you had a ton of Democrats. Kim Klasick, who we played on the show, um, I guess it was last week, 
uh, Baltimore Democrat spoke last night. Yeah, she did. She did. Well. Um, I want to say it's Vernon. I can't remember <clears throat> his name. Uh, he's a representative in Georgia. He spoke last night. Um, did a great job. And so you see this throughout. Yeah. Um, and now you know you had moments last night. I, look, I don't want to play home team the entire time. Yeah. You had moments last night where I, I cringed at, cert, at secondhand <laughs> embarrassment, and yeah. I won't go into that because Amanda and I even kind of giggled at a couple of things that was on last night, and and then disagreed. And so I don't want to have to deal with email of of you know trying to make fun of somebody today. But but there were times. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it no. was the quality was excellent, and uh, looking forward to night two. And Trump says, like I said, he will be there all four nights in some form or fashion. Uh, that that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, if if last night and his his see he did a video too, not the opening, but he did a video and then he, he did this thing where he was standing. I guess they were in the White House. Yeah, that was kind of. And that well, was, they weren't social distancing. It was or good. Masks, well, according, you, according to the CNN, and you talked about that and uh, sad that that's what they got out of that message. But uh, it's moments like that that make me so uncomfortable. But anyway, what do you got? You were looking at something in the break. Um, well, you know, <clears throat> when we were growing up, we all. I don't know about y'all as teenagers, but you know, anytime you can, and I'm not talking about abusing animals, but anytime like you go out and like chase cows or at night or one time we tried to ride a, llama, ride a llama. Yeah. I think we've talked about that on the air. But anyway, time out. You said chase cows. Was this the cow tipping thing? I yeah, never did that. Well, I but, never really actually tipped them, but I've always heard of that, but we'd be out there and attempt stuff. But, you would just chase them. Yeah. You know, cause they, they, they get on out of there, but the main ones we was trying to ride a llama one time and that didn't work out. But wait, but anyway, these, Teenagers in New Jersey have been accused of breaking into a petting zoo, and they mistreated some animals. I think when they say mistreated, they uh, were they had some miniature ponies and they were riding them, which are probably you shouldn't be doing. But and for some reason they tried to put lipstick on one, but they let them all out of their cages and uh, they rode the miniature donkeys. And the family's very upset about it because you know, like I said, they said the animals you know could have got spooked and trampled some people. There could have been some. It <laughs> some could have It could have went ugly. But like I say, you know, they say, look, we're a working farm of four families. They live here, and this is our home. And they basically came in there. But I think the lipstick part is the the part that I'm kind of hanging on to. Who? So I'm out. I'm I'm kind of having a good little time. You know, I've let the animals out. We're riding them. All of a sudden, somebody goes, I'll tell you what, let's do. Somebody get your lipstick out. We're going to put it on this miniature pony. Mm. At so least I, it wasn't a pig. You know, you hear that lipstick, lipstick on, on a pig. pig. Exactly. But I don't know why this popped up. I just yelled it out during the break because it just kind of I, – I mean, they shouldn't have done it. I understand that. And they didn't harm the animals. Now, they probably shouldn't have been riding the miniature donkeys, but I don't think they meant to hurt them. And the, and it seems that the donkeys are right. They said they are acting a little skittish around people right now. They've been traumatized a little bit. But You know, you said mistreatment of animals, and you talked about being younger, and, and I don't even consider chasing cows as, as mistreating no, no, of I, animals. I, but, yeah, not um, physically mistreating but I, I I will say this: my heart is different now than it was for animals. It, and I don't know what I guess I guess it's just maturity. But like I would, I, I hate to say this: like I I kill birds in a minute with a BB gun. Oh yeah, we we all. I would kill that. squirrels. I would kill. I mean, I do all this stuff in a minute without thinking twice about it. Yeah, if I would have. I mean, I'm talking about like in neighborhoods with cars driving by and yeah. just just light them up and not yeah. care BB who guns, saw who cared guns. if I I mean. Now I just sit and watch them eat out of the feeder. That's that's me. Like I think about how many birds I actually killed. That was yeah, I mean we a, lot of them. a lot of them. Hey, I was bored. Let me grab a BB gun, find a bird. Oh yeah, that kind of thing. Sure. 
And then when you couldn't find birds, you'd shoot like bottles and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. You ever stack them bottles up and wear them out? There was nothing cans. greater for me when I would go stack a bunch of cans and and start shooting those. Oh yeah, Pepsi cans. That's what Mac Daddy drinks still to this day. All he oh, he's has, a Pepsi is, man. he's a Pepsi man. Mm. And 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 I try to tell him that, that it's there's a big difference. And I, the, I when I bring Coke to the to yeah, to the house, man. when I bring Coke to the house, Mac Daddy, don't tell me it's the same. Because it's no, not. No, if it was the same, you'd be drinking it too. Exactly. Um, but there was nothing greater than lining those cans up, firing away, and then all of a sudden look out of your corner eye, and a, and a squirrel be up on top of the tree, and you oh, think, yeah. "Oh, it's on now." He don't. He doesn't realize what I'm about to do. Speaking of that, that was yeah. my mindset back then. Oh yeah, you, you had to, to, to take a squirrel down was, was a big move with the especially pellet, with the pellet the, gun. Yes, especially with those the ones they they don't they didn't make them like they make them now. No, no. You got you, them high power things now that kill a coyote. Yeah. We had the pumps. The yes. pumps was as high as you could get. Well, look, if you had you a pump. You'd pump it as many times. And if you overdo it and break the pump. If you had a pump, you had money. Oh, yeah. You had the big handle pump, then you had the one that had the little one like yeah. at the top. So we had all of them. Pretty awesome. Yesterday, speaking of the squirrels, we've got a recently put up a bird feeder out back. See, my Wild Birds Unlimited did it to you. It did. It? it actually did. You. Anyway, so the birds, you would look at Well, also, I looked out there yesterday, and that thing's swinging. There's a squirrel that has got its legs under the bottom of it, oh, yeah. and it's swinging. Yes. And it's eating the seeds out. And then it flips up on top of the little old shepherd's hook that's holding it. It's sitting up there looking around. But I, I mean, I looked out there, and that thing was violently swinging. It's yes. like he was out there playing in a darn playground, they are, having uh, a ball. And then am- the other one was on the ground catching what was falling out. They're amazing. And they will work his team, too. And they make squirrel uh, protection as far as the feeders go and it's hard i mean it's it, hard they they have to go back to the drawing board yeah because it's it they'll get they get in was, most anything i mean he was like a kid swinging on a tire they finally figure it out he was having a ball there was a video and and it's on youtube you can find squirrel and obstacle course but this guy set up an obstacle course in his backyard oh. and put cameras out there and i can't believe i'm talking and watching uh, talking about this one that i watched it but um Oh, it's it's like, like a 10- to 12-minute video, and it basically talks about the weeks that led to him, to the these squirrels. There were four of them. He had named all of them and the different habits of each, and the, oh, they would get them. to certain points, and they'd have to start over. Very, very good. They finally end up making it to the end. Oh, they they figure it out. Squirrels figure it out, period. Yeah. They're pretty smart little guys. They are. I like I'm going to send you that video. Go ahead and send it. I'll watch it. <laughs> We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Yeah, baby, 35 minutes after the hour. It's the kickoff hour right here on the Rick and Bubba Show. I am Helmsy alongside Greg Burgess. You know, today's Rick and Bubba Show is sponsored by joinhoney.com slash Bubba. Now, we want all of you using joinhoney.com slash Bubba, the online shopping tool that searches the web for coupon codes that automatically applies the best one that fits your cart. Let me clarify this. It's completely free. There is no catch. And it's not too good to be true. This service is partnered with over 30,000 vendors to get you discount promo codes so you'll shop on their websites. Okay, So next time you're shopping online, 
on all your regular sites. Do it now the smart way. Joinhoney.com slash Bubba. It only takes just two clicks to set it up. Not using this service, you are literally passing up on free money, and we don't want to do that. Go to joinhoney.com slash Bubba to get this free browser extension today or find the link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Join some honey, y'all. Join honey. Now, honey, honey. Now, 36 minutes after the hour. We are speedy list today. He's taking a day, maybe a couple, hanging out with the fam, and uh, we miss him, but we have to. the show must go on. Is that right? That's right. That's right, buddy. The show <laughs> shall go. I'm sorry, I was looking at no. just real quick, keeping score here on the oh, fact that Ellen is a, is not is mean. Australia has pulled her show. They're not showing reruns. Uh, they're trying to recover from the Queen of Mean debacle. So I'm just saying debacle, Greg. I don't know where I got that word. I was reading the headline. Was it debacle? Debacle. You're trying to say? I was, and I don't know what I said. But anyway, just <laughs> update. So it's still happening. Poor, poor Ellen. We found out Ellen was mean after all that dancing she did and giving away all that money and loving on everybody. Now everybody says she's mean. Australia has yanked the show. Boom. I'm, I am a – I know this may come to big shock. Maybe it doesn't. I'm a huge Ellen fan. Yeah, I like I, the show. I like Ellen. I like her show. Well, I, I like her attitude. Like I like back. the positivity. I think I could probably work for her and there wouldn't Fake. be any issues. Fake. Um, and I think we're going too far with that. But People whatever. are saying she's fake. Um, now, everybody, everybody's hey, piling on. Well, and I'm gonna say this: to an extent, everybody's fake. That's too. a good point. You seen society lately? Here's my Nobody point. Real now, it though. Is. Now, of course, once something starts, everybody wants to be part of it. Uh, now we got former like contestants. You'll have people up to come. Well, she was. I was told I couldn't be funnier than her. Stuff like that. Now we're getting out of hand. All right, I have a question to ask you. This was posed to me yesterday from a friend, and I thought, well, that's actually a pretty good okay, question. Friend. Um. Because and I, and I've got several stories here, uh, sports stories. But this is this and this is a sports question. Um, sports is back. I mean, we ha- we are playing. It's hanging on. There, hockey is playing playoffs. I believe right now. NBA. I'm not giving it anything. Yeah, but isn't um, it playoffs? But it's NBA? playoffs for the NBA. Yeah. Major League Baseball in full steam. The Dodgers halfway, have the best. Record. They're halfway through their season. I don't know if you noticed that or not. I know. Golf is tournament after tournament. We've had majors. We've got more majors coming up. Um, tennis is full steam as of last this weekend with U.S. Open coming up. Um, I'm missing some football camps. Cricket. I mean, you're watching. You're watching the show on. Um, I guess it's, it's a Showtime or HBO. Hard Knocks. Helms, yeah. you couldn't come up with Hard Knocks. Boy, Hard Knocks got. Um, that's HBO. So training camp is in full swing. We're going to see football. Uh, I, I don't see why we don't see NFL football. We may not see college, but. NFL, if all the other professional sports can do it, especially basketball, yeah, they can isolate. Pretty um, good. I, I think I think we're having. So my my point to you is, we've had a few weeks of this now. Are you giving any of it anything? You know, I'm gonna have to admit, I'm really not. That well, I'm watching Hard Knocks. I'll say that because well, I haven't started yet. But I'm not watching baseball or basketball I, or hockey. I don't consider Hard Knocks part of it because okay, that's well, just that. a documentary series. When football that, starts, will I watch it? Probably, even though I mean they're going to throw all that in my face. But I'm starved for some type of sports. Definitely watch college if it gets here. I don't know if it's going to get here or not. And then I hope high school keeps going because I really enjoy that. But I have not watched the NBA, and I thought I was going to get into baseball, and I haven't. And I'm kind of disappointed in myself, to be honest. I'm trying with the Braves a little bit. See, that I, was me. I'll, I came out early with the Braves, and I was all in. And then I don't know why. I just, I just don't watch it. I will go an inning or two, like the other night, Saturday night. I was flipping what channels, came across. They're playing the Phillies. Did see Bryce Harper hit a 470 foot shot 
Uh, Crush that it. that man was made to do one thing, and that's hit a baseball. Exactly, it's, un, that's what it's he was unreal. Born to do. Um, so I will give that. I haven't watched any NBA, no hockey. Uh, I did watch a good bit of tennis over the weekend. I'm a tennis guy. But I've never watched tennis. hockey. Nothing against hockey. Well, I've just I, maybe I need to watch it. Maybe I would enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah, I've been to hockey games and enjoyed them, but I, I don't. Sit I wonder down if it's and one watch. of those things that's better there. It than, is. No, I think that's 100. percent Baseball's that way with me. Yeah. I, I don't. I love to go sit at a baseball game. I just don't like watching on TV yeah. that much. You did get out and go to a high school game this weekend. I did. Your son was, but you probably wouldn't have done that if your no, son not. wasn't coaching. I wouldn't have. Um, but I, but I'm, I'm still not giving. Any, I couldn't tell you anything about the NBA. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know who's good. And like, and I am watching tennis because I play tennis. I enjoy tennis, and and that's kind of uh, I'll do that. I haven't given golf as much as I probably need to. Watched a little bit of the major. Because sometimes I watch golf and I haven't. Yeah. I haven't to this point. If I what's, and the, what's been, the next? There have big been some up. really good tournaments. I'm not sure the Masters. I think since they're coming up, I'll watch that, or I'll watch the last day. I'm sure there's something before that that shows you I'm not into it because I used to. Be. See, I'm that golf guy, but I only watch the last day. That's well, just me. I'm not trying to tie this into a sport, but where are you at on foosball? When I was growing up at the skating ring, they had foosball tables. And I was okay. I was decent. You know, I'm not talking about one of them spin it. I mean, you, yes. well, you really play it. Yeah. I wasn't great. There were people a lot better, but I could get in there and, and compete. I know Bubba's got one of these at his house. I think yeah. Rick does too. That's foosball? Yeah, I sure. think Rick's got one as well. Um, I'm not a big foosball guy. Don't enjoy it. It's Don't, not great. I will jump in there if the kids want me to play or whatever. Yeah. But I'm not a big foosball fan. You ain't one of the people that start spinning it, are you? And, no. And but that's another thing. You hear the people that say you can spin, you can't spin. What are the rules? I don't know. Um, See so the good ones you get and put the ball like right beside it and then <laughs> and do that and fake. Hated being the goalie. You oh, could score on me every time. Yeah. I wasn't great at it at all. Well, the reason I bring this up. Argentina it's a little overrated, has adapted it. to the pandemic with human foosball. Now, is this they're doing this is because they don't want to get too close together? Correct. Is that what it's about? This is social distancing soccer is what it is. And they call it human foosball. A human foosball. And without here, without the sticks running through well, and here, I take that. Yes, yes, no sticks. But here's what you have. You have no the handles amount people. of players on a soccer field that you would have on a foosball table. Okay. The same lineup. Yes. You got the line with about four or five, and yes. then you three, two, one. And you have it squared off on the field for the humans, mm-hmm. the players. So, so there's an area they can't get out of that square. They can't get out of a square. <laughs> it's marked off. And okay, they can't it is. Get, it's just like football. Think about because once you hit it, it they 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 can't move. It then is, it goes to the next guy. Exactly. It's social distance soccer is what it is. I may like it better. And and I watched a couple of highlights earlier. I thought this is something I'd like. I kind of like us to do. We got room in here to do it. We could. We could play some human foosball. People have had to get creative during the pandemic. That is hilarious. And this is one of the, the ways. I saw ball. this yesterday, and I thought, well, here's another, here's another creative way to jump in to Have some type of sport, some fun. type of entertainment. Listen, yeah. That human foosball. What's, yeah. what's wrong with that? Yeah. So, I kind of like I said, but I get it. Once you, you, know, and you can't get out of your square once the ball leaves, but now when it goes and nobody can reach it, do they just throw it back in? The per- yeah, the person can run over and get it, and they start from, okay. I guess, from that area where it went out. Just like you do in soccer. Yeah, or I guess I like you would go to a corner. I think they go to a corner or something when it goes out. See, to me, that's better because in soccer, it gets in your face, and we keep kicking it out of bounds. Nobody yeah. can get in your face. So you, I, I actually think it would probably be more exciting. If they're going to demonize football and take some of those hard hits away, I think this is we ought to turn soccer into this. You, yeah. you, the collisions are not there. There you go. I don't know. It's much safer. Yeah. Can't spread the coronavirus. Human foosball. All right, I'm going to watch it. 
Greg, you're not going to watch it. What kind of comment is that? I'm not going to watch it. When's it come on? I just brought it up because I, I think, it, I think it's. Let me back I think up. it's cool that people are being creative. During I don't want to watch it, but I would like to see pandemic. a highlight of it to see what it looks like. There it is. I'm well, pulling it up right now. And and speaking of creativity, we we've got to we've got to get creative at the house with some things. I, I'm 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 you getting got to get creative at well, the house. I'll tell you why. It, and it has nothing to do with with this Tuesday third. This every other day going to school is going to be the death of me. Yeah, how's that? Because I, I it's hard. It's it, I didn't think it'd be hard to keep up with the schedule. Number one, number two, Maddie goes every single day. What was that? That's me. Are you taking pictures? It was. I was trying to find human foosball. Maddie goes every single day, so that throws everybody off. Yeah, that is weird. You got some part time, and then one that goes every day. Yes, and then not to mention that they're still doing. Look, 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 Greg. Yeah, that's the one I was looking at. They actually yeah, that's not what that's I was talking, what talking about. about. But but that actually has the sticks. That, that actually, actually looks fun too. Okay, so you do have to bring the stick with you. Oh, okay, that's bad. How about that? Thank Plenty you. Of action. Plenty of action there. I like that. That actually, I might rather do that. Yeah, than the, with the the squares. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Um, but so you got several different obstacles, and then here's the thing: on the off days, they they have to do things, of course, school wise. But their activities that they do are starting earlier. See, like, for instance, the, the coaches, we're in the tennis world, and so guess what? They can do clinics and lessons whenever they want to. They're not school-sanctioned. Yeah. So what happens is they say, well, if your kids are out of school, they can just come nearly all day. So Because we'll be there. But you're not having to do school work on the computer when you're out? You are. But that didn't take that, long. Well, it does, Greg, and that's that's the problem I want to discuss when I get back. We've got some taking it serious on the days off and getting it done, and we got some that's sleeping in because they're staying up too late, uh-huh. and and it's 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 causing some riff in the family. I got you. Well, Boy, I'm so glad. My I'm point not is, to deal we got to get creative. I'm so glad we got to get COVID creative. Kind of like a human foosball. That's it. That's why I brought it up. I like it. And you know which one's not cooperating. <laughs> huh? Nah, let me get you know you know which one it is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Been a lawnmower and he attacked me, knocked me down in the wood pile, tried to stomp on me. If I'd had my gun on me at the time, he wouldn't have gotten over. I usually carry it. Catch me, catch, 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 catch me outside. How about that? Fifty-two minutes after the hours, the kickoff hours, the Rick and Bubba Show. I'm Helmsy alongside. How about that, Greg Burgess? Like slap her. Well, you were kind of you kind of slapping yourself in the break there. Um, you got on yeah, yourself a little bit, and it and why. it intrigued me on two fronts. One, I love that. I love when a man will get on himself. I mean, uh, keep himself accountable. But I noticed something, and you didn't have to. You said it out loud, and you didn't have to. You you were getting on yourself about leaving your stuff out from first yesterday. of all. That's right because the cups are out of out of control around here. Coffee cups. We'll leave one laying around, and we'll leave stuff them piled in up. So days. I left that one from yesterday. I guess I couldn't put it up. And then I looked down. I've got another cup. The exact same cup. Same. I mean, we have two of the same cup. 
So I leave that one out and go in one. Why not just take that one, rinse it out, and, and reuse it, or put it up at least? But I, so, I won't mention it. But I I noticed something else because it'll it it'll make the person feel bad. Evidently, it? you were given something yesterday, and you obviously didn't care about it because you left it. Oh, I over didn't here. leave it over there. But I, I I liked it. I just forgot about it. Nothing I, says I liked it like just I throwing know, it over but and I forgetting did, about but it. I was busy. But that so that's what I was gonna say too. That's that your favorite. That that's your like, favorite coffee. It cup. is. Um, it's the it's the Project Rocket Dine that someone from the Space Center says I love the smell of rocket fuel in the morning, and I just like this style of cup. Yeah. it's my favorite style of cup. Like it's perfect. Fits my hand perfect. All right, um, I like it right there. Hear it. It is good. So back to my problems, Greg, because I want this to be couch talk. I need some help. You, your kids are successful Oh, I'm now. so glad that and I don't still, have to. I wish. My, I mean, I miss my children being small, but not in a pandemic. So you know, too, many, too much going on. One of the things that our family desperately needs is structure and consistency, <laughs> top to bottom, myself included. Wait a minute, you you gonna point out the guy at the top of the pyramid? Absolutely. You looking I, at the man I in the mirror? I thrive in structure. So you looking at the man in the mirror? Yes, I thrive with structure. I want to ask him to change his ways. Consistency, I love it. That I thrive in that environment. Oh boy. But when you're asked to go to school three days a week off two it's and hard to go consistent. two days a week off three, there's hard to build some consistency in there. Especially when you have three kids doing It's a moving target. Things. It is. And so, um, look, and you know which one I'm talking about, but one of them <laughs> has decided that on the two days or three days that he doesn't have to go to school means yeah. he doesn't do school at all. So he figures he's he, off. Hell, he thinks it's the weekend. <laughs> Man, I've had quite a weekend. <laughs> he he thinks that um, bedtime is not a factor. Okay. Why? Why should I have to go to bed at 9.30 or 10? Why? Why should you take my devices up? I don't have to go to school tomorrow. But you have to do school work. Yeah, so they're supposed to do online work on the days around. Yes. Now, granted, it's not going to be the full day like they do when right. they're there, right. but I bet it's a decent right. amount, right? And and you remember you you asked a minute ago, hey, can can uh, I go to tennis all day tomorrow? They're having clinic for from twelve to six. They've moved it up. Well, since, that's a lot of tennis. So do you want? Hey, I want to go do that tomorrow from twelve to six. Well, you really can't do that if you stay up to midnight. And then sleep you're going to sleep in, <laughs> and you're not going to get your work done. So you you need got to be to, starting to work like at eight. And 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 look, every, and I know it starts at the top. We got to get on the same page. And you know the the hard part is, I go to bed relatively early, yeah, considering early. most people. So it's easy to say, well, you got to go down there and take care of business before you go to bed. Yeah, okay. A fifteen year old tell him that, and take everything away. Yeah. He's still going to stay up. Yes. Can't force himself to go to sleep. You going to stand over and, and make sure he's asleep? I mean, well, I'm going to lay next to him. You could. Bedtime I story. Guess you could, but you'd fall asleep so fast um, he'd still do whatever he wanted to do. So there, there's just, it's frustrating. So like I got I like to look consistency at the top. Yeah. That's where it starts, Greg. I got to look myself in the mirror. In your defense, though, like we said, with that schedule and there is, I don't know if consistency can exist in that world. Well, and I and I goodness, I hope I hope the one it's I'm talking about is not listening right now. He's just oh, like, he's asleep. Hey, he's no just doubt. like me. He gets it honest. You don't think I'd treat school like oh, this? If I would have had, we went to school. Would you say three days do, off too? Hey, or, oh boy, I didn't do school when I actually had to go to school. Exactly. Now, he can't know that. I tell you, I would have struggled though. Like you said, them expecting me to do something at while yeah. I'm at home. And so I'm, I'm supposed to do too. something while I'm at home. 
And I'm noticing too, it's not just, you know, looking at phones and devices and kind of monitoring those. I'm noticing all of them are treating it this way. Every one of them. I mean, he's getting like, I'm grabbing his phone and his buddies are texting like at two o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, Hey buddy, you got a text from 2 a.m. And this guy has got awesome. school that I don't have school the next day. It's kind of awesome, to be honest. And I'm sitting here if thinking. I'm their age. I'm looking at this going, I can do this. I know they're texting you, but you're not staying up texting. Of course, then the grades. That's why we turn our phones in. Of course, when the grades come in, we'll see. Oh, Greg, it'll be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. We haven't had that first point of grade yet to see how all this is working together, you know? it's all Look, it was always a struggle for my parents, and it's, and it's a struggle for us, and we just we got to get on the same page. You know, like I said, when I was a kid and, and the way I was, and then I look when my kids were coming up, I'd have to fake stuff like summer reading. I was like, well, who the crap reads in the summer? You know, some of these classes they have, and they're supposed to do the summer reading. And I'd get on to them, hey, you've been doing your summer reading. I'd walk in and go, why am I? I mean, I don't even mean that at all. I thought I'd I just be feel short. like I have to say it. Here's a perfect summer example. reading. Are you kidding me? <laughs> For what? God. My girls like to, to read. Uh, I want, like might be a, they 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 do it you know I'll see them reading even when they don't have to, uh, but just like you know I try to be sharp and set up an area in the house our dining room which we never eat in I thought this is school let's let's turn this into a school oh. area where we do everything to get we some need consistency. some consistency that's there what I say structure so I put computer I put our big main family computer the printer that everybody prints to this is the media I took, room I took all the Chromebook chargers that these spoiled rotten kids they all get a Chromebook from oh, the yeah. school and I ran all the chargers it did everything had it all spaced out notebooks pencils they had it all laid out I walk in this morning there's Chromebook there ain't a single one on the charger Nobody's using it. in that area Nobody's printed anything out. It was a little heartbroken. There goes your consistency. I mean, I, I, that was a good idea. I created, I created a classroom. Well, that feels like they're going to going back to class. Well, that was the design. You'd like to be kicked back in your room with your feet up. But when I find Chromebooks laying on the couch and in a bedroom, (laughs) it kind of defeats the purpose of me. So they gave your room zero, zero zip. I thought that that is a good idea though. Now it's not going to be used, but it's a good idea. Well. You can tell other parents about it. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what this time has done for me. The few months we had in the spring and then this week and a half of start is how much I respect teachers and what they do for a living. Oh, amen. Amen. I, I just I don't see how you do it, folks. I really don't. It's a calling, I'll tell it's you It's going to be a long academic year. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to Six my minutes knees. now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. A brand new hour starting now. We start this hour with a national anthem. Stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly 
is eight minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, we've got much to do going forward on the program. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler are all here and ready to go speedy out today. So we'll get your phone calls. We'll break down the stories of the day. And uh, we'll put all those things together. And before you know it, a little tapestry will lay itself out. So uh, let's go ahead and bring in the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as a silver tongue one. The man with the golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza in a cup. Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And a master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill. Bubba Bussey! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Your two buddies on the radio. Let's go! No, you, have you ever, like, did you, you know, people say. Walk out there and freeze up. You hear, you hear this, you know, stat all the time. One of the greatest fears in all mankind is the fear of public speaking. The fear, and I've never had, have you ever had that? No, not really. I mean, yeah. uh, I think maybe, uh, you know, I get anxious, ready to go sometimes. Uh, but I felt the same way before a baseball game. You know, I was ready to. But, I but hated I, that little window before. It actually started yeah. because I was ready to to go, you know. Yeah. And I, but no, it's not it's not been that. And I'm not really worried about messing up because I mess up all the time. Well, sure. So this I will, don't even think anything about it. This will know? break you of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, look. I think there's people that have a phobia. They're talking about they they truly can't yeah. walk right. out there. Yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah. But you know, there, I, I've, but I've, see, there's I'm no shocked. room I can walk into that there's a million people. They're just not. Right. Yeah. So I can I can screw up, and make a bigger idiot of myself here any day. That's true. <laughs> You know, you make it. You make an idiot talking to a room. I mean, only a few people can go to work and talk about it. You know, you make we make an idiot of ourselves at least once a Rick, day. Suddenly, I'm freezing oh. up. Yeah, suddenly. Yeah. yeah. If you ever think about it, you know, we we talk about that all the time, and it's just like the guy or the woman who's scrubbing in right now for their first surgery today. We would be having the biggest melt. What in the world? I know they're trained, but you know, sometimes I forget. And I've talked about this before. We'll have some people who just maybe it'll be a, a charity or. You know, something like that. It's usually not entertainers, but you know, a charity or something, and they'll they'll sit there, and we're here, and yeah, yeah, we're all yucking it up. There's like 20 seconds left till we go on the air, and you look over, and they'll be sitting there like terrified, yeah. uh, and you're like, oh yeah, I guess I, I guess for some people this feels weird, but to us it's such a normal thing, yeah. and that can apply to any vocation. Oh, but uh, so now no, I've I, made three mistakes since 4:30 this morning. Oh sure, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trust me, can't be that bad. 
<laughs> Nobody at the luncheon is going to be upset about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, we'll unpack uh, what, what's going on today. We we the the Republican National Convention is underway. I still think all this is weird the way we're having to do it. Yeah, it, it is weird. weird. And I I was not going to watch it, and I ended up watching the speaker too, and kind of getting hooked on some of it. It was I, I'm going to be honest. It was a little better than I thought it would be, even though it was a home team thing for me. I know. I yeah, I, I watched uh, Herschel. Which, which, How about I, Herschel did a great job? Well, really, if you listen to the podcast with us, with Herschel, he covered every <laughs> he one of those did. points. He so. did, but the way he said it about running over people, and they didn't like it either. <laughs> that may have been the line of the night. It was. He handled himself well. Of course, uh, the Democrats have announced today that Herschel Walker is no longer black. Right. Uh, yeah, so yeah, just yeah, want to make right. it up. And, and going to put him over there with, uh, with Jones? Yeah. The, it was, it, what's the, what's the uh, Democrat out of Georgia that talk? Is it Andrew Jones? Something Jones. Uh, Vern, Vern, Vernon, Vernon Jones. Vernon Jones. Vernon Jones, yeah. <laughs> Vernon Jones and Herschel Walker are no longer black today. Well, uh, I don't know They've if you've joined Ben Harris and throw Kim Klasick in there, too, because she spoke as well, well they, Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tim Scott. There's a whole, yes. Well, let oh, me tell you. A lot really of diversity last night for somebody yeah. that's a racist. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. The, uh, the, the folks that they used to put over in the corner uh, used to be one or two, and, and it's getting to be a crowded room now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's uh, that's good for everybody. Um, the um, Ricky, well, it was a lot better, and and I, I want to say, well, Herschel was great, or Vernon was great. Vernon may have given the best speech top to bottom I heard, and he was a Democrat, and uh, I found myself going, gosh, I'd vote for that guy. Yeah. Um, and Haley, Haley, um, Nikki, Haley. Nikki Haley did a great job. Um, but there was several of them, and Hems and I were talking about it. You know, I want to say, well, that was the best one. And I go, oh, yeah, but but the dad of the uh, – the, Pollock. Uh, that had the daughter killed in the Parkland shooting. Yeah. I heard a lot about him. Well, he did a great job. He did. Uh, and then I thought, well, you know, because his was very emotional. It was. Um, but then you had, uh, you know, the school teacher from L.A. Uh, did a great job. And uh, then uh, there was, was just – Natalie several. Harp, the cancer survivor, Nancy, did a phenomenal job. She did a great job. Trump basically, I mean, we have people say, well, Trump killed so-and-so. She says, hey, Trump saved my life because I was not responding to any chemotherapy that was available. I was a goner. And when he passed this, hey, you can just try something uh, if you're, you know, if you have nowhere else to go. And she did. And one of them worked, Rick, and she's alive today and healthy. No one would take her, her as a clinical trial because they knew it would mess up the trial. Yeah, because she was because already she was already a bad mark, yeah. you know. Well, it, I think you know it's. Um, now I know we're not allowed to talk about Charlie Kirk's speech because we'll be canceled. <laughs> uh, but 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 look, I wasn't part of it. I don't know anything. But somebody said that it was good. So, uh, so they, <laughs> oh, they, they, he was the laid off batter. They, they, yeah. yeah, of course we're not allowed to speak of that, or we'll be canceled. Sure. Yeah. But but I but I want to. Um, but what I what it felt like to me, and I did not see much of it. But based on what you guys are confirming, because I was aware of every speaker you've mentioned but I never saw their whole speech. It was almost like the Democrats create this, and Greg, you said it in the kickoff hour, and you're 100% right, and you were trying to credit who said it too, but none, I don't remember. The Democrats, their whole thing was, oh, Joe Biden's a good old guy, and, good Donald, old guy. And, and Donald Trump is the evil scourge of the earth right out, right out of the sulfur pits of hell. And, and I think, <laughs> and, and that's I, all they got. And that's all they got. And last night it was almost like the, the Republicans said, we're going to bring people up here that are going to basically be like adults and tell you what, what the reality of, of is going. It, how about there's two different ideologies. That's all there is. There really isn't all these stereotypes you said about the Republican Party and Donald Trump. We're going to bring out speaker after speaker after speaker that's going to debunk this narrative 
that the left has created to show you it's not true. Yeah. That's how it felt to me. It, me too. Yeah, and I uh, went watching kind of for show prep, and it turned into an uplifting, yeah. optimistic entertainment I, opportunity. I mean, I, I just I felt I was better fired after up. watching. It. I did too, and I really and I went in going, I, "This is you know, this ain't the normal thing. I agree. It's going to be." And I, I, I guess I'd lowered the bar so much, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Kind of like this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Low like expectations, baby. That's right. Man, they'll do a lot for you. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. And we thank you for being with us. So let's, uh, we got, we've got a highlight reel uh, from the Republican National Convention uh, that uh, Adler has found. And so here are the highlights, and we'll follow up on anything after that. Uh, this is, uh, is kind of your, your high points from last night. Here it is. Trump's policies have been like rocket fuel to the economy, and especially to the middle class. Biden has promised to take that money back out of your pocket and keep it in the swamp. That makes sense, though, considering Joe Biden is basically the Loch Ness Monster of the swamp. For the past half century, he's been lurking around in there. He sticks his head up every now and then to run for president. Then he disappears and doesn't do much in between. Our founders believed there was nothing more important than protecting our God-given right to think for ourselves. Now, the left... They're trying to cancel all of those founders. They don't seem to understand this important principle. In order to improve in the future, we must learn from our past, not erase it. So we're not going to tear down monuments and forget the people who built our great nation. Instead, we will learn from our past so we don't repeat any mistakes. We are Mark and Patty McCloskey. We're speaking to you tonight from St. Louis, Missouri, where just weeks ago you may have seen us defending our home as a mob of protesters descended on our neighborhood. What you saw happen to us could just as easily happen to any of you who are watching from quiet neighborhoods around our country. Not a single person in the out-of-control mob you saw at our house was charged with a crime. But you know who was? We were. They've actually charged us with felonies for daring to defend our home. Democrats won't let you go to church, but they'll let you protest. Democrats won't let you go to work, but they'll let you riot. And Democrats won't let you go to school, but they'll let you go loot. President Trump has fought against each of their crazy ideas. He's taken on the swamp, all of the swamp, the Democrats, the press, and the never-Trumpers. And when you take on the swamp, the swamp fights back. In much of the Democratic Party, it's now fashionable to say that America is racist. That is a lie. America is not a racist country. This is personal for me. I am the proud daughter of Indian immigrants. They came to America and settled in a small southern town. My father wore a turban. My mother wore a sari. I was a brown girl in a black and white world. Our family went from cotton to Congress in one lifetime. And that's why I believe the next American century can be better than the last. 
There are millions of families just like mine all across this nation, full of potential, seeking to live the American dream. And I'm here tonight to tell you that supporting the Republican ticket gives you the best chance of making that dream a reality. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. That one, the, the, the Democrats will have fun with that one. Yeah, well, that, we'll I, see that on Saturday Night Live. There was about 10 things I wish would have been in that highlight. Who put that together? The Democrats. Yeah, Kimberly uh, Guilfoyle, I think you say you said Guilfoyle. Guilfoyle. I wouldn't even try. <laughs> uh, we met her, Rick. If you remember, it was her first day at Fox News when we were up doing mm-hmm. one of the tours we were on, and uh, she's a very passionate person. I think. Really? And you think this would have been great in a hall with mm-hmm. people screaming? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. that format, it's it, it seems a little odd when somebody's yeah. that excited and nobody's. I had a little. And now, why is she up there? Well, she uh, she's in charge of one of the uh, Trump fundraising okay. uh, and uh, one of the sons, and she's she's Donald Jr.'s. Uh, Surely she's not up there because she's his girlfriend. You no, got to have a no. little more qualification than that, do you? <laughs> All right, next speaking, my son's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I know. I'm trying to hear you loud and clear. As good as tonight's my son's. As good as that was. Adler, see if you can find, and, and we'll get it ready for the next segment, the Parkland dad. I think you need to hear that. I think Parkland and you, dad. And Vernon. And Vernon and Herschel. Yeah. yeah we, we, oh, yeah. yeah, Her, who, yeah. Whoever put that together left some good ones I'm out. I'm telling you. Yeah. But, but we'll. Natalie Hartwood. I mean. We don't have to do their. We don't have to do their whole speeches, but maybe we can do some of them. But uh, we'll, we'll look at those coming You start back. listening to Vernon or the Parkland dad, you're not going to quit. I know. It's a, it's yeah. a, it, it is the equivalent of a page turn. I don't know. That yelling girl then was really good. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> I like this version where <laughs> they only <laughs> have a few minutes That's to talk right. you yeah, know, I and too. keep it moving. I I, there's too. something positive about that. But do, 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 you, do you feel bad? I tell you, it looked good. I thought it looked good and looked upbeat. It did. And I guess it will be. Very high quality. I guess it will be um, Trump Jr. since we just talked about it. Yeah. But that uncomfortable feeling, you know, you always get it. If somebody you know and someone you you love, if they've given a speech, you you have to now have that moment where they look at you and say, well, "What'd you think?" Mm-hmm. And, oh, and 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 so I have to do that a lot you with did Rick. Yeah, years gone by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, What'd you think? Rick? <laughs> <laughs> and Rick starts laughing like that. You're like, "Uh oh, no, you you did great. Good job." <laughs> <laughs> You know what our conversation is? I don't think you're going to end up being a soundbite for anybody. I think it's, it was great. No. When, when they get this reaction, eh, well, it was good. It was okay. It was good. Hey, hey it was hey, not bad. Was good. It was yeah. not bad. They know, hey, there wasn't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a be. thing wrong. Can I yeah. tell you oh, what? Yeah, so yeah. Hey, that was, that, was, that was adequate. A lot of energy. Now, um, it, it, she just, she can't, like you said, Bubba, in an empty room, it came across maniacal. It didn't, come, it, see, I, great it, it, didn't, it didn't come across enthusiastic. I love, I love the crowd and, and the energy you get from the crowd, Rick. But if nobody's in there and there's an yeah. echo, yeah. it just sounds funny. It does. You know? Yeah, it's uh, that's, that's you had that moment 
That, I had several second hands. Had that moment. I'm not going to discuss another one because I don't want to save the email. I don't want to get the email today. Mm. Okay. And then another one was not necessarily second hand, but we all enjoyed it. It's when Trump was in the room <laughs> with six stand- to eight yes. of the mail workers and, 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 and nurses riffing. and playing. And he, oh, he's <laughs> yeah. Y'all look. Y'all keep talking. We haven't gotten to his speech yet. When, when he's oh, riffing, golly. because everything's tremendous. Everything's yes. tremendous yes. and incredible, really, or beautiful, yeah. beautiful, 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 beautiful phone call, best ever. Yeah, and uh, and then um, and then and, and something it gets me too. Like then he'll declare there's some people that we still don't have home. They'll be home very soon. Very soon. Did and you know somebody this? Somebody who's in charge is like it's not going to be soon. <laughs> Rick, I think it was I think it was Nikki Haley mentioned last night. Did you know that Trump has got 50 people out of prison in foreign countries and brought them home? Hostages? Well, I, w- I wouldn't know that unless I was watching, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're going to see it on some of Yeah, the Republican. <laughs> and convention. how about that fact-checking MSNBC was doing? That's good. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bubba Show is a federally protected trademark. We just thought you'd want to know. All rights reserved. Standing on a bridge, see the water keep flowing by. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Well, I'm telling you, have you? Uh, does anybody know what you're doing for dinner tonight? If you uh, are a customer at ButcherBox.com/Bubba. <laughs> If you need uh, meat and delicious proteins, you got them. Uh, because uh, you're, you're stocked up every month as it comes right there to the door, or however you want to set it up. It's totally up to you. Uh, when you're dealing with ButcherBox, you're getting the best of the best. Uh, they source all their meat from farms with the best practices, ensuring that uh, whatever you buy will not have antibiotics or any added hormones ever, from free-range organic chicken, which is f- fabulous, and you know Greg likes chicken, uh, to heritage-bred pork. Uh, which that pork, those pork chops are fantastic. 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef, fresh-caught seafood, uh, salmon and scallops. It's all good. 20 different cuts of meat to choose from. Uh, just go to butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Use that URL, and you can start enjoying the best meats uh, today. Uh, so you can also find a link there at, at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. And I think you're going to love the savings, too. Uh, this process does save you money. All right, so uh, looking back at the RNC, let's get started. Uh, Pollock, this uh, this was the dad of the Parkland uh, shooting yes. incident. Yeah, uh, was spoke last night at uh, the uh, Republican National Convention. Then we have I think Herschel Walker, uh, and then that'll be followed by Vernon Jones. So let's let's start first. Uh, here is uh, uh, Mr. Pollock as he spoke to the Republican National Convention last night. In 2018, a gunman walked into Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, and changed my life forever. My name is Andrew Pollock. His name isn't worth saying. One of the seniors walking in the hallways that day was my beautiful daughter, Meadow. She was just months away from graduating and beginning a new life. We were so proud of the woman she had become. But in the hallway on that third floor, the gunman saw Meadow and shot her down the hallway, hitting her four times. After she was shot and on the floor, she crawled over to another student, a freshman girl, to protect her. She draped her body over her, and then the scumbag gunman shot my daughter at point-blank range five more times, killing Meadow and the girl she was shielding. 
She had a whole life ahead of her. And in that life, she could have done anything and been anything. So many moments that I waited so long for were taken from me. I didn't get to drop her off at college. I didn't get to walk her down the aisle. But every moment was taken from her, and for what? I never wanted this to become a political spectacle, but it did. I never wanted to meet the president like this, but I did. I was invited to the White House. The truth is, I had just buried my daughter that week. I really wasn't interested in public events like a tour or a photo op. I was interested in answers and solutions. So if the president wanted to meet me personally, I said I'd go. They said, of course, that was his plan. At the White House, my family and I sat with the president in the Oval Office and told him about Meadow. I told him what we knew. I told him that his administration needed to take a closer look at what went wrong and why. And I got to see who President Trump really is. He's a good man and a great listener, and he cuts through the BS. Then the president did what he said he would do. He took action. He formed a school safety commission that issued dozens of recommendations to make schools safer. But I'll bet you never heard about that. Instead, the media turned my daughter's murder into a coordinated attack on President Trump, Republicans, and our Second Amendment. In fact, when President Trump asked me and other parents of children that were murdered in school shootings to join him as he announced the commission's findings, the media's first question wasn't about protecting kids. Shockingly, they asked about the government shutdown. President Trump turned to me appalled and said, Andy, can you believe these people? We're trying to talk about school safety and this is what they do. But I could believe it. After my daughter's murder, the media didn't seem interested in the facts. So I found them myself. I learned that gun control laws didn't fail my daughter. People did. The gunman had threatened to kill his classmates before. He had threatened to rape them. He had threatened to shoot up the school. Every red flag you could imagine. But the school didn't just miss these red flags. They knowingly ignored them. Far-left Democrats in our school district made this shooting possible because they implemented something they called restorative justice. This policy, which really just blames teachers for students' failures, puts kids and teachers at risk and makes shootings more likely. But it was billed as a pioneering approach to discipline and safety. I was just fine with the old approach to discipline and safety. It was called discipline and safety. <laughs> but the Obama-Biden administration took Parkland's bad policies and forced them into schools across America. When President Trump rescinded Obama's guidance on restorative justice policies, he put an end to that. And that meant the world to me. It's hard to tell how much Mr. Biden understands about what happened at Parkland. Mr. Biden has campaigned on bringing back restorative justice as part, of, as part of his unity platform with Bernie Sanders and has pledged to implement in school districts across America. But he doesn't even seem to know when the shooting happened. He said that he was vice president when it happened, but he wasn't. Mr. Biden may not know when my daughter was murdered, but I do. February 14, 2018. Mr. Biden may not know that these policies make shootings more likely, but I do. Mr. Biden may not know 
who was vice president that day, but I do. It wasn't Joe Biden. It was Mike Pence. Thank God. And I know who the president was, too. It wasn't Barack Obama. It was President Donald J. Trump. And he took action. I truly believe the safety of our kids depends on whether this man is reelected. I hope you'll join me in helping to make that happen. Mr. President, myself and millions of Americans appreciate you and love you. God bless America and God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. Thank you. So there you go. Um, that was uh, Andrew Pollack. And, you know, straight shooter, as you can tell. And, um, and, and again, I, it goes back to what we said. It's almost like you need real people who've had real situations to come to microphones and say, let me clarify what's really going on because we have to, because no one else is willing to. You're, you're being sold this fantasy narrative in this world that is not real. You know, let, let's, let's talk to you about the – look, we can get down to the point, which is no problem, of saying we as Americans have different ideology in the way that we see, and Bubba, you mentioned this before, the way we see revenueing and, and the way we see, you know, tax – spend tax money. Spend tax, but yeah. foreign policies and, and all of that. But what we have going on now is, is, is people who say we see the American society one way and another ideology says, well, we see it this way. Uh, we think the Constitution says this. Well, we think the Constitution says this. And you just have to get really, really informed and make a, a wise decision uh, and not listen to the hyperbole and uh, the exaggerations and the false narratives. Uh, you need to really investigate. It's just like what we're seeing now. I really think that even the the racial component of all of this, you just have people of all ethnicities that have different ideology. Uh, it, that one party does not represent, you know, a, a, a form of, of racism and the other party doesn't. That, that just really isn't true. Um, and, uh, you know, if you, if you want to look deep into both parties and go all the way back through their history, I think the Democrats are going to have a lot more to explain than even the Republicans, even though the Republicans have stuff to explain as well. Because we all have things to explain when it comes to racism throughout uh, our country's history. Well, I, you know, I thought Don but, Jr. You know, made a good point of it. And we've talked about this here on the show. Mm-hmm. There has been mistakes. There's been some major mistakes. But you can't erase them from history so we feel better. You need to remember them so you don't make those mistakes again. And then you hear this dad who you would think if there would be anybody that's ready to, to do away with the Second Amendment, it would be him. But he's saying it isn't the Second Amendment that failed me. Uh, it, it isn't that, uh, you know, that gun laws failed me. Um, what failed me was a bunch of political ideology and the way we were handling schools and handling people that are dangerous. Uh, that's what failed my daughter. And he, he gave you a very important term, restorative justice. You need to pay attention to that. Yes, you do. Uh, it's, it's much like the no cash bail where people are arrested and they're back out on the street in two hours probably doing what they were doing when they got arrested again because there's no circuit breaker. There's no slowdown in this. Um, and then they never show up for their hearing, and, you know, you just keep going again. But if they pick them up, well, guess what? No bail. Well, this grieving dad, you know, said it best. This man that did these horrible things to my daughter and others, he was screaming, I'm dangerous. 
screaming. Yeah. You know, I mean. You know, too, and I don't want to make light of it, but when I first heard him start to talk last night, I thought Tommy from our show was on, was on there. Yeah, and, and uh, it was either him. And he was going to get on to somebody about their phone call. I did, too. I thought the same thing. We'll come back. Herschel Walker. Uh, and if we have time, uh, we'll also hear uh, from um, Vernon Jones. Vernon. When the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hi, this is Herschel Walker. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Herschel 34. And I put in a kid from Garda County. Uh, so, um, Herschel, uh, the Republican National Convention. And again, if you listen to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, you heard our conversation with Herschel and, and much of what he said in the speech, he said, and uh, we'll just kind of let that speak for itself. Uh, we'll, we'll play that back in case you, you missed that, and then uh, we'll comment uh, after. So here's Herschel Walker last night at the Republican National Convention. I'm not an actor, a singer, or a politician. I'm Herschel Walker. Most of you know me as a football player, but I'm also a father, a man of faith, and a very good judge of character. I've known Donald Trump for 37 years, and I don't mean just casual ran into him from time to time. I'm talking about a deep personal friendship. I watched him as an owner of a professional football team. Right after he bought the team, he set out to learn. He learned about the history of the team the players, the coaches, every detail. Then he used what he learned to make the team better. I watched him in the boardroom. He can be in the middle of a big meeting, but if one of the kids was on the phone, he dropped everything to take the call. He taught me that the family should be your top priority. I watched him treat janitors, security guards, and waiters the same way he would treat a VIP. He made them feel special because he knew they were. He understands that they are the people who make this country run. They clean, they cook, they build, they drive, they deliver. He told me, Herschel, make an effort to get to know people. Remember their names. That stuck with me. One time, I planned to take his kids to Disney World with my family. At the last minute, Donald said he'd like to join us. So they was in a business suit on uh, It's a Small World Ride. That was something to see. It just shows you what a caring, loving father he is. It hurt my soul to hear the terrible names that people call Donald. The worst one is racist. I take it as a personal insult that people would think I've had a 37-year friendship with the racist. People who think that don't know what they're talking about. Growing up in the Deep South, I've seen racism up close. I know what it is, and it isn't Donald Trump. Just because someone loves and respects the flag, our national anthem, and our country doesn't mean they don't care about social justice. I care about all those things. So does Donald Trump. He shows how much he cares about social justice in the black community through his actions. And his actions speaks louder than stickers or slogans on a jersey. He keeps right on fighting to improve the lives of black Americans and all Americans. He worked night and day. He never stops. He leaves nothing on the field. Some people don't like his style, the way he knocks down obstacles that get in the way of his goals. People on the opposing team didn't like when I ran over them either, but that's how you get the job done. 
I pray every night that God gives him more time. Give him four more years. He has accomplished so much almost all by himself on a constant attack. But there's still more work to be done. If you love America and want to make it better, Donald Trump is your president. He's my president. And I'm blessed to call him friend. So there was Herschel Walker. And uh, (laughs) as we mentioned, some Mm -hmm. some big statements in there, especially as as a black man. And, and this is the thing that I don't, I don't think the left ever really thinks about or the emotional people that scream and yell and, 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 and are always out to cancel and, and is that Herschel Walker makes a great point. So you're telling me as, as an African-American man that I've been in a friendship with a man for 37 years who is a racist? Yeah, who I think very highly of. I call him right, friend. Right. And when you call him racist, you're, you're implying that I hang out with racists and I don't. Right. So, and, I, and I like that he and said. I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want to make Herschel mad. Well, <laughs> no. Herschel also said, <laughs> you know, growing up in in small town Georgia, he probably knows what racism really looks yeah. like. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you're in the South in a small town, uh, growing up, and you you probably have dealt with it. So I think he probably is a pretty good indicator of what racism looks like, and it doesn't. And and he even took on uh, Donald Trump's bombastic style that at times. Uh, I think that he could rein in a little bit. I know that sounds odd coming from me, uh, but um, but but he said, "Well, I understand that." But the bottom line, if you're trying to hire, as we've talked about, someone to get things done, and I think that's what I took away from what I watched of it, and now seeing the highlights in in their entirety now, and it's what we've been saying all along. It's all according to the things that you're looking for. But you know, I, I've always leaned more toward people of action than people that sit around and talk about problems, and they're always talking about them. It seems like it's a broken record, and you're just screaming, well, are we ever going to do anything about it? Um, and and sometimes maybe I would rather – like I heard – you know, this is not a new statement. Many coaches have said this. I would rather have to take a player and say, hey, settle down, as opposed to I can't get you started. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I'd much rather say, hey, man, that, that hit was a little late than to have somebody who won't hit. Yeah, uh, let, let me dial you back a little bit, as opposed to having to dial you up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so um, you know, he he is an action guy, and you heard uh, you heard Herschel take that on too. He says, "Look, is this a problem? Well, then let's why can't let's solve it." Uh, I know Herschel's got a lot of things going on, but could you imagine Herschel as like Secretary of Defense, <laughs> and he's got his coat on, and he pulls his coat off, and you see that red thirty four under there, mm-hmm. and he says, "Hey, I told him I'm coming after you." Yes. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, and then he dropped down, did 80 push-ups. Yeah, oh, but, but, man. But as you're looking Real at, quick. But just back to the original point, looking for truth. I mean, am I supposed to just say that Herschel Walker is just a liar? And, I know, and that, that, that he does, that he's, no, he really is racist. Herschel don't know. Hey, hey, uh, Vernon Jones doesn't know. Tim Scott doesn't know. Ben Carson doesn't know. You know, the list goes on and on. Uh, if I think Herschel Walker's a liar, I'm not going to tell him that. No, <laughs> not no, not in arms reach. No, and um, and he, uh, you know, it just. I, I think this is the time for us to just. You, you're going to have to work to find the truth, and then once you you may come to the truth and go, I have everything in, on each side, and I know exactly what everybody's saying, and I know what's garbage, I know what's real, and I know what the truth is, and I just simply still prefer the left, as long as that is is with everything in the truth column. I. I, that's not the way I see the world. That's not the way I see the country. 
But at least as long as it's all in the truth column and this is the way things really are, and, you, and I say things like, well, now you do understand this. And they go, I understand that. I just prefer that. Okay. All right. Well, it, at least that's informed. But when, when you, we get out and start doing these slogans and these comments that there really isn't any foundational truth for, then, then we're not really making ideology decisions. We're making decisions off hype and slogans. And, and I, I don't, we're going to have to work a little harder to be a little more informed than that. Uh, you know, we, we can we, we don't have to have a, a childlike view, you know, and when people speak to us like children, you probably want to look into it. No. And then the ride is mean and they want to and they don't care about anybody and they hate puppies and they hate kittens and they hate children and they hate old people and they hate uh, people of color. They hate everything. And then you go, well, maybe I'll look into that. <laughs> yeah. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.